Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hardy with a powerful right hand knocking Sammy Kavara through the stage. I want a divorce. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Highs and Lows in Wrestling on the unofficial WWE podcast. Today is Saturday, March 27th, 2021, and we are going to talk about a whole lot of wrestling. So I'm glad to have you here with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing the unofficial WWE podcast. Uh, we pump out a bunch of shows for you guys every week. NXT, SmackDown, Raw, Week in Review, Nostalgia, Rivalries, AEW, Dynamite Review, a whole bunch of mailbag. It just never ends. So thank you for choosing the WWE podcast. And thank you for tuning into the highs and lows for the week. And if this is your first time listening, what we do here is talk about the low for the week. We trash some terrible content produced by um, North American Wrestling. And then we talk about some really good stuff too. And we give a nice gold star in the form of the high for the week to the best segment match whatever that went on this week in wrestling and we are going to do all that and give you guys your random match recommendation as well as talk about an email that I got as well this week so a whole bunch to do let's not waste any more time let's start talking about some honorable mentions for the low for the week so honestly guys I'm gonna be real with you there there wasn't a lot to talk about that was too too bad this week and that was too too good this week but um, there, there were a couple things, so we're going to get into that. And the first, uh, first stop we'll take here is over to NXT on Wednesday nights. 
the only, I mean, most of this show is pretty mundane. I think a lot of this stuff was supposed to be a lot more impactful than it probably was. You know, that main event uh, contract signing, just, I don't know. I, I think subjectively just kind of fell flat for me. I don't know if it's the, the execution of the lines or just the scripting or something, but something's not fitting so well with this Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly thing. But if you're enjoying it, all power to you. I think that's a totally subjective point of view on my part. Um, you had LA Knight lose his, I think this is his second match. I think he already had a debut match. And, and that shows you about how memorable he's been. You know, supposedly the biggest free agent signing WWE got. And you have him lose the second match to on and off again. Bronson Reed, hot and cold Bronson Reed. It just, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, and then I mean we can move over to SmackDown. And I think I liked that opening segment with Daniel Bryan. I mean, it was a little bit weird, the, the sit-in through the commercial break, that that's the only thing I'll really complain too much about this. I like that he was being a smart baby face, but I don't, it was weird. So I'm just going to sit here. Like, it's not like you have a show planned that has to go on. I mean, Adam Pierce waited an entire commercial break, apparently, in kayfabe land to come out and tell Daniel Bryan to get out of the ring. We have a planned show didn't that that whole thing bugs me man it's like oh an impromptu match it seems like every match an impromptu main event like you don't have your main event planned before the show and honestly you know AEW really poked this plot hole for me and it bugs me now it's hard to watch the WWE product with this with it with acknowledge of that like like I no longer have the ignorance of oh cool impromptu match no like if I'm supposed to believe that this is a real competition where these guys are competing for titles and yada, 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 and not just a bunch of terrible writers in a room writing for a guy who's on his way to being senile. Uh, that was harsh, but let's, let's, uh, on his way to being, oh, the guy, the guy doesn't know what he's doing anymore with this, with this company, but um, at least product-wise, because financially, record profits, guys, you know, had, probably had nothing to do with all the releases. Anyways, I'm going on a tangent. I'm going off topic. My whole point being is, is is that that's the only thing about this that I just was yucky about, I guess. And we move over to Raw. I mean, again, same kind of deal. Like I said, guys, there weren't a lot of terrible things, and there weren't a lot of awesome things. Um, I don't know why we're seeing Bobby Lashley fight Sheamus for the second time in a row. He already beat him. What it just didn't make a lot of sense to me, and then not only that, but you have the hurt, uh, the hurt business like interfering on Bobby Lashley's behalf. Bobby Lashley's like, No, I don't want your help, but then later on, go beat Drew McIntyre at a handicap match to have you guys be able to still be at ringside or beat him up and and you know, whatever. I want your help in that situation, but. I don't want your help earlier, and then you guys failed. Meanwhile, former Raw Tag Team Champions in a handicap match couldn't beat one guy. I just want to throw that out there. That is how much the tag team belts mean in WWE. Roman Reigns, I mean, uh, Vince McMahon is just Roman Reignsing, uh, Drew McIntyre, like, big buff superhero. I can beat everybody. It reminds me, it like, gives me bad flashbacks of Super John Cena, who just beat everybody in handicap matches with uh, Nexus, and ugh, it's bad. So, yeah, so that wasn't great on my in my opinion um for the most part though guys I think we'll be talking a lot more about the high for the week because there were some things that I I liked in spite of myself 
I mean, I don't know. We had a bad Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler tag team. But at least they're trying with the women's division. And I'm saying that at least they're trying for a multi-million dollar company. I just want to throw that out there. And uh, if we head over to AEW, I mean, I talked about this again on my uh, AEW Dynamite review show. But we had the inability for the uh, this company to follow up on any kind of momentum with its women's division. Uh, and yeah, I mean... Pretty much all the things I kind of want to mention outside uh, talking about the official low for the week, guys. And believe it or not, two for two, two weeks in a row, Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon getting my low for the week. On the bright side, this week did not involve any Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards slime, no blimps, uh, no Shane McMahon typical bumps. And you know, before I get into this, I want to talk about something real quick because I've heard a lot of praise for Shane McMahon on uh on podcasts recently and um and I hear you guys I, I I get it I think Shane McMahon has was awesome in his day as well the man's in his 50s I think now but was awesome you know with some of the stuff that he did throwing his body you know putting his body on the line jumping off cells jumping off stages going through windows you name it Shane McMahon has done it having electric shocks to places that I'm not allowed to talk about on this show uh just the guy has put his body through it. But I also want to point this out. Awesome that Shane McMahon can do all this stuff. But pro- Shane McMahon is not a professional wrestler. Nor will he ever be. Because he- the punches he throws are terrible. You see right through him, right? The guy is a spot fest in a human being. If, if uh, uh, there could be an entity for all spot fests, it is Shane McMahon. He is just a walking representation of a spot fest. He does cool stuff right and that is how he gets over and and I get that and that's awesome but there's not it takes a lot of courage but it doesn't take a lot of I don't know I don't I don't want to maybe go down this road but I just wanted to point this out because cool the guy can do all this but guess what he can go do afterwards he jumps off the hell in a cell at Wrestlemania and lands on the Undertaker or doesn't land on the Undertaker or whatever he gets months to rest from that and and heal himself and it's a stunt he's a stunt man that's the word i'm looking for guys shane mcmahon is a stunt man not a professional professional wrestler do i want to see him in the ring at wrestlemania no unless it really warrants it and the rivalry warrants it and it's not just like this whole thing seems like they had a whole whiteboard right or a chalkboard whatever smart board your ipad i don't know why i'm naming digital things to write stuff on but i am uh whatever he he it's like they had his name on a board pick your pick your board guys and said all right shane mcmahon versus blank oh you know because we got to get shane on the card for absolutely no reason so he can do some cool stunt and have a little boy popper and they're like oh let's Braun Strowman, whatever. Let's have him do Braun Strowman or someone. You know what? Someone in the in the in the writers' room was like, "Uh, who who? Um, what's that big guy's name? Uh, Braun." And they pick Braun Strowman, and then he's Vince McMahon's like, "Oh, that's genius! I love that." Braun, let's do that. Call him Braun, and then throw slime on him and call it a WrestleMania match. Like that, it just doesn't. Anybody else see this? This makes no sense to me. So, whatever. Awesome. 
Shane McMahon is on the WrestleMania card, so he can get his little moment of whatever while their fans are back. And then we probably won't see him again because he'll be resting. Or if we do, it will not be in any sort of ring fighting capacity. This whole rivalry is based upon brawn and you're stupid. Like, insults I threw at kids and got thrown at me when I was in preschool. Uh, These are grown men. A man in his 50s and a giant dude in an olive green male nipple t-shirt, right? Fighting about stupid. It's just ridiculous. And uh, and yeah, so this week, Shane McMahon and Elias come out and sing a new song about how Braun Strowman is stupid. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And then they have a rematch of uh, the fast lane match because I don't know about you guys. I was just pining. I was pining for another match between Elias, the genius, and Braun Strowman, the monster among men, the choo-choo train. So the match starts after a commercial break. Strowman starts dominating as he should. This was a little bit better than the Elias match. I think this, I can't, I'm mixing the two matches up. One of these matches, the the one on Vaseline or on this, we could talk about them both, I guess. Uh, Elias hits like an elbow drop and gets like a two count or something. I don't, what was that? If this is supposed to be a squash match, commit to the squash match. I think, um... I think it was Aiden, actually, who emailed me about jobbers the other week. Yeah, bring back jobbers and have Braun Strowman beat up a jobber. Or if you're going to job Elias out, job Elias out. Don't have him hit other moves, right? So there's like a fundamental problem with this. Um, Jackson Riker does nothing. Braun Strowman hits a drop kick and then hits his all-powerful running power slam and gets the victory. So big surprise, guys. Shane McMahon's knee is not injured. Oh my gosh, it was a cliffhanger. What were we going to do without Shane McMahon at WrestleMania? And uh, Braun goes after him or doesn't go after him because of the invisible wall from the ring to the ramp. And uh, Shane McMahon runs off. And then there's some WWE exclusive, a backstage of uh, Braun Strowman searching for Shane McMahon. 
so many fundamental problems with this, guys. Like, fine, okay, let's let's start with one maybe teeny tiny positive, okay? For people that like Braun Strowman, if there are any out there, because you guys have heard me say this before, subjectively, I would rather watch paint dry than watch Braun Strowman in the ring or on the microphone, uh, unless, at least now, in his current formation, and all past 2020, um, at least they're doing something with him for the people that like this giant guy, because size matters to Vince McMahon. I'm going to leave that there. Anyways... Right, we've got uh, Shane McMahon gets to be on the WrestleMania card, woohoo. And then they're attempting to make some kind of non-title rivalry between these two guys. But your team, your excessive, excessive team of writers came up with, mm, call them stupid, just call them stupid. Yeah, what do you guys think, we call them stupid? Alright, we'll call them stupid. And that's what they went with. Genius, right, guys? Just genius. This is the programming I'm subjecting to myself for three hours every Monday. <sighs> and uh, and so, yeah, so there's that. And then uh, you have, obviously, like I said, Shane McMahon limping off. Oh, how could I forget? Let me not miss the greatest part of this entire thing, guys. You know what? Let me give you the audio because I just will not do it justice. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. Wrong clip. Wrong, wrong choo-choo train. Oh, uh, look out. God, uh, beware. You got to train on the loose. Oh, my God. And Laker hit by the big diesel engine. And it keeps going. Oh, Klaus through Elias. Get off the tracks while the train's coming through. I, um, yeah, that, that, that was a choice that a grown adult made to put that on live television, on a, on a pro wrestling show. Could you imagine, I feel like the only person who could ever pull this whole choo-choo train thing off would be John Moxley. <laughs> I, or you, you guys could see it. I know you can. I know you're picturing it with me now. I could absolutely see that. Uh, no, no, this was a no for me, guys. This is a big X, a big no-no. What am I watching? I don't know. Maybe, and if you guys do, please send me an email. Email me at mimi.realwwepodcast uh, at gmail.com. Please shoot me an email. Do you guys have kids who love this? Uh, maybe that's where they're going towards. I don't know, guys, but choo-choo-choo. This is stupid. I feel like this show is getting harder and harder to analyze every week because I literally feel like I lose brain cells every time I watch some of this crap. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, we got, not only did we get just another repeat match from the pay-per-view that we all watched on Sunday, or most of us probably did, um... Uh, in a bad match, n nonetheless, uh, we get a rivalry that means absolutely nothing with absolutely the most stu 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 stupid, right, reasoning. Uh, slime, we got Nickelodeon Green Slime, so maybe that's going with the whole choo-choo theme. I don't know if they're trying to, like, organize a pop for WrestleMania. They want the whole crowd to go choo-choo. If any of you are in the crowd at WrestleMania and you go choo-choo, 
you can choo-choo all the way home because I, I don't know what this, these things, if something like this was ever going to happen, if, if the crowd was going to make choo-choo noise, I can't believe I'm talking about this on my freaking podcast. If any about, if anybody was going to make choo-choo noises as Braun Strowman ran around the ring as the Strowman Express, it has to be something that's organic. Uh, you can't plant a cl- like a crowd noise. I mean, they can now, but God, I can't wait for WrestleMania. Please, I can't wait for real organic crowd noise. I'm so sick of WWE having this much control. I might as well watch Disney Junior or Nick Junior, whatever those things are called. I'm 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 done talking about this, guys. I'm so sick of this. And get Braun Strowman a T-shirt, guys. Get him out of those muscle tees. I'm sick of seeing it on my TV. Sick of it. I'm going to need to censor it. God, I'm so annoyed with this stupid program. <sighs> All right. Let's, um, let's take a quick pause from talking about the, the bad stuff before we go into the good stuff and respond to a quick email I got here from Mr. Aiden from Ireland. Uh, so let's, let's take a look at this. All right, you guys. So Aiden says, uh, hey, Mimi, short email. I want to talk about celebrities in wrestling. Logan Paul, I don't believe he will appear. I think you are wrong, Aiden, because it sounds like he's appearing. Unless I've missed something. Um, but for next week on SmackDown, Logan Paul, guys, I'm 22. I'm a 22-year-old girl. I should be excited about Logan Paul appearing on WWE, right? Am I the targeted arty- audience here? Because I assume that's his, whatever, you know, tw- 25 and under female audience. But I'm, I got, you know what, let's just keep reading your email, but I have no interest in this, Aiden, just to preface it with that. Um, but if he does, oh my god. Bad Bunny is in WWE with a Mania match. Bow Wow wants in and has beef with Ali and Retribution. I don't know, guys. I might want to see Bow Wow in the ring. I, I can't even lie. Uh, Cardi B has raised an eyebrow after name drops. I could also just see Cardi B coming out to WrestleMania to do like that. You know, the thing that Snooki or somebody did. Oh, we have this many people in the audience, but we actually don't. But we're lying. But we're going to make ourselves sound better. Even if we already break the record, we're going to tack on more numbers to it. Uh, anyways, Cardi B, uh, I could see her coming in and doing that and then slapping somebody. That That's all I want from Cardi B, just because I think that would be funny. Someone like, I don't know, give me Lacey Evans or, or someone like that. Um, Cardi B has raised an eyebrow after name drops. Soldier Boy was in a heated row with Randy Orton for a fight until he legit got scared. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know anything about that, but that would be funny. Um... What is going on, Mimi? I wouldn't think you're a major rap fan. Aiden, you'd probably be right, except for the fact that Lil Wayne is my guilty pleasure and will always be my guilty pleasure, and I just confess that on a podcast for you guys to hear, so that's... Please don't think less of me. Um, I would prefer if we had pure wrestling, more matches, less hokey pokey in a show. I'm here for the wrestling. Me too, Aiden. I'm here for the wrestling and the choo-choo train. Uh, what says you, Mimi? Keep up the great work. Hope I make Sunday's show. Surprise. Uh, I think it's, is it Slan? I'm pronouncing that wrong, but he says it's, it's by in Irish, uh, Aiden. Well, thank you, Aiden, for your email. I really appreciate it. I always uh, love to hear what you guys have to say and what you think. In regards to celebrities in WWE. Okay, this is a whole nother topic, but I will try to keep it short. I will point you to Shaq in AEW. If you guys didn't see that Dynamite episode, I don't care if you watch AEW, go watch that match. It is Cody Rhodes and uh, 
Red Velvet. It was supposed to be Brandy Rhodes, but um, obviously she is pregnant with their baby girl. So it is Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet versus Jade Cargill and Shaquille O'Frickin-Neal. And Shaq earned so much respect from me off that night. I mean, the guy looked incredible. The chops he gave Cody, the, the I think he gave him a power bomb or a power slam, and then the bump, the table bump, guys. Oh my gosh. If you're going to have a celebrity in WWE or in, in AEW or wherever, that's how you do it. There is the prototypical way to have it done. The celebrity still technically got the win, but he didn't get the pinfall. Jade Cargill did. Good stuff, right? Um, another great, so you guys don't think I'm just being biased over here to AEW because I could see why that would be a uh, concern, but I, to point over to a WWE match, right, where this is also done super well, Let's talk about Floyd freaking Money Mayweather. I think actually Matt mentioned him on the uh, WrestleMania nostalgia that he did this week, which was Shawn Michaels versus Rick Rick Flair. Quick plug, go listen to that. I, I think I was like nine, or maybe a little bit older than that, when that match happened. Maybe 13, 9, somewhere in between there. And um, wow, that match, by the way. I didn't even understand the gravity of it, but I have it on DVD still somewhere, I think, that whole WrestleMania, that like the three-set DVD because it was so long. We used to watch it on the little TVs in the back of your car. I remember how they had like these little TVs that were in the seats of the back of the car, and those didn't last long because the Apple came out with the iPad. But anyways, I'm really going off trail here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Choo-choo train right back on track, guys. Um, bra- uh, No, Big Show versus Floyd Money Mayweather at WrestleMania. That was done well. I think the only thing that was done a little bit weird was they tried to have Mayweather be the face at first. And guys... Floyd Money Mayweather, right, is a rich guy who's good at what he does and is a hard worker and whatever else, like cocky, all this stuff. I don't like him based off that on like a human level. I have respect for, for the hard work that he puts into his craft and yada yada. But like, right, he came off kind of like a, a, a jerk and the crowd turned on him because he sounded like a jerk. And you had this weird Brock Lesnar, Daniel Bryan dynamic, not not exactly, but where the big man was the baby face and the little one had all his little security guards and yada yada and like man big show broke his nose i think taking a punch from mayweather that whole thing done well right Shaq mayweather done well not done well uh, a whole bunch of things let's talk about snooki let's talk about that frog splash from snoop dog on aew which was funny but uh, i'm not here for that necessarily i could take a little bit of useless entertainment like that here and there uh uh, what was his name? Um, uh, who am I thinking of? Mike Tyson was on that whole TNT, first ever TNT match, a TNT world title match on AEW. 
going to watch AEW right now because it's just the first stuff that's coming to my mind. But do I need Logan Paul on SmackDown? Do I need him advertised that much? If he was going to show up, fine. All right, let's have it that. I don't need him in a graphic. Like, I don't, whatever. Uh, I respect what these guys do in their own lanes. Cool, good for you. And and I respect a company trying to broaden its views. And I mean, WWE's ratings are at an all-time low, right? They want viewers. Guess how you get viewers, guys? Good storylines, compelling television, good episodic wrestling show. That's how you get viewers. You know how I know that? Look back in their own freaking history. They had that stuff going on, and their ratings were at an all-time high. And when you start doing all this hokey-pokey stuff for money and sponsors and all this other stuff, you lose it because I don't care about it. Aiden, you clearly don't care about it, and I bet there's a bunch of other you who don't care about it. But if one of you out there, one of you grown men, women, whatever you identify as, if you are excited for Logan Paul on next week's SmackDown, Shoot me an email. I'd love to hear what you have to say because I've yet to hear anybody defend the poorly, or what I'm saying subjectively, as the poorly used celebrity things. Um, In regards to Bad Bunny, this week was better than most. Um, I think it was actually supposed to be a tag team match, but John Morrison and Damian Priest are both suffering with minor injuries, so they're sticking with a singles match, and they might change it into a tag team match. I'd actually prefer a singles match. Bad Bunny, let's see what you can do. Apparently, he's a big WWE fan, so I guarantee he'd be excited to take some uh, bumps and learn and learn a little bit of the craft just to look kind of okay. I'm telling you guys, Shaq looked great in AEW. So it's possible. And uh, with a wrestler good enough, and believe it or not, I know a lot of you guys hate on The Miz. It's not bad. Um, so with a wrestler good enough, you know, Cody Rhodes, for example, again, I'm putting over to that Shaq match. You can make it work. So let's see. O- overall, Aiden, to answer your question, I understand the use of celebrities in WWE and in AEW and in any promotion. It's not necessarily about having them there, but it's about how you use them. And I would say about nine times out of ten, especially in WWE, but AEW is is definitely guilty of this as well. It's the um, it takes my believability out one, and then two, it's the poor usage of them that that is the real killer. So I don't care to see Logan Paul on SmackDown to round out that whole answer. Sorry. Couldn't have got his brother. He seems kind of like a bigger deal with this whole boxing thing, but no. Nope. Uh, Logan Paul on SmackDown, guys. So I'm sure we will be talking about that next week here on the Highs and Lows show. Um, thanks again for your email, Aiden. If you guys ever want to email me regarding anything to do with WWE, Highs and Lows, all that stuff, or if you want to email me about anything to do with Dynamite, we'll probably talk about it on the Dynamite Review Show. It is Mimi.WW... No, I do it every time, guys. Mimi.RealWWEPodcast at gmail.com. It's M-I-M-I.RealWWEPodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. I will probably put it on the show, and we'll probably talk about it. So thank you again, and let's move on to talking about the high for the week. And I have a bunch of quick little things to mention here and there because there was some really good stuff this week, so... So to get some honorable mentions out of the way, we had, uh, let's turn over to NXT. I did talk to you guys about that whole Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly contract signing segment, which I think I said subjectively I wasn't really for, but I think objectively I should mention it because I think I think these guys are definitely doing the best with what they've got. Um, a great match between Zoe Stark, Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Dakota Kai. I thought way better than any women's tag team match that uh, this company's had in a little while. Um... That's pretty much all I can mention for NXT uh, on Raw. Uh, oh, guys, on Raw. 
oh my gosh, this AJ Styles versus Kofi Kingston and this segment beforehand. Oh, I was so tempted to make it my high for the week because subjectively, again, guys, I loved this so much. Almost can take all my money. I will buy front row seats to see that guy. He is so good, I think, at what he does. He's just cute. Like, he's a cute little giant, if that makes any sense. And he's funny. Comedic timing is there. Uh, AJ Styles is could make, again, always makes chicken salad out of chicken. You know what? I say it every week. I feel like love AJ Styles. And then mauve, right? Oh, my favorite color is mauve. Like, that That was good. That was really good. And I think really de- the delivery of the lines were probably better than the actual scripting. And I think it probably impartially or in part has to do with the fact that the New Day seemingly gets a script, says, yeah, we're not saying any of this stuff, and then does what they want. And I guarantee uh, AJ Styles has some kind of control over what he does creatively because he's AJ freaking Styles. So I have a feeling that there was less WWE creative in this and more just these guys because... Uh, and if it was WWE creative, then they took what they got and made the most of it because this was a hilarious segment. I, I've rewatched this like twice already because I just thought it was so funny. And then, of course, the match is great besides the finish, of course. And I'm not even going to get into that because let's just pretend it didn't happen and try to look at the bright side of some things. Um, I talked about some of the there's really not a lot of in, in a high territory or in a good stuff to talk about with uh with the highs of the week on Raw. I'm I'm just ignoring the whole fiend thing, guys. I am just looking at this whole Randy Orton fiend thing as a separate entity because it makes absolutely no sense in believability world realm. I don't care the comparisons to the Undertaker and whatever came like this is a different time. Weird some of it works. Some of it works. Some of it really doesn't, and I'm just trying to enjoy it. I take, like, every critical cell out of my brain just to be able to enjoy this for what it is, and that's weird crap, but entertaining nonetheless. Um, SmackDown, I said I liked that whole uh, Daniel Bryan thing for the most part besides the ending of it, and uh, I love that this is going to be a triple threat. Honestly, guys, I'm saying triple threats all around. Give me a triple threat. Besides Bianca Belair, Belair and Sasha Banks, give me a triple threat with... These three guys, Roman Reigns, Edge, Daniel Bryan, which they did, so wanted to mention that. Great great booking decision. Uh, and, and give me a triple threat between Charlotte, Sasha Banks, excuse me, Charlotte, Asuka, and Rhea Ripley. Get me Charlotte back. Put her in that mix. Don't have her win, but she should be in that mix. Man, would she tie that whole story together, both with Asuka and Charlotte and Rhea and Charlotte. Just, I mean, I think it would even be better maybe if Charlotte was the champion in this whole scenario, but... Love the whole thing going on there with Rhea Ripley and Asuka. Kind of ruins the whole Royal Rumble thing. Going on a side tangent here. I just want to point that out because I don't feel like that's being talked enough about this week. Cool, Rhea Ripley was there. But she basically came out, and I love Rhea Ripley, guys. But she basically came out and said, oh, by the way, Charlotte Flair has COVID. So I'm just going to swoop on in. You know, forget the fact that it's a thing that's killed however many people. I understand Charlotte Flair is like an athletic young woman. But you never know. You know, forget that whole thing. But, um... I'm just going to take her spot. I don't know if Rhea Ripley is supposed to be playing a heel, but weird, touchy subject to go for if she is. I think this was just stupid booking, scripting, whatever. Uh, And then you've got Rhea Ripley going into a championship match at WrestleMania, yet she was the runner-up in the Royal Rumble. So kind of totally defeats the purpose of the Royal Rumble. She didn't have to do anything to earn this at all, but nobody ever has to earn title shots anymore, besides Daniel Bryan, of course, Uh, according to SmackDown. uh, Love... So Big E and, uh, what was I going to say? Big E and uh, Apollo Crews thing. 
I didn't really talk much about Fastlane, guys, because it just wasn't, you know, we kind of covered it all when we're talking about SmackDown. This is not a weekend review or a Fastlane review or anything. I do just want to get you guys your eyes on the lows, and, and Fastlane was a pretty just objectively okay show. Nothing too bad, nothing too good, though terrible finish to that Big E Apollo Crews match, which I assume was a botch because they didn't show any replays of it on SmackDown. But whatever, I like that they're going to be at WrestleMania, so we got to the point. Um, KO show with Sami Zayn. Love that these two guys are getting a spot on the card at WrestleMania. Probably a contender for match of the night, which is a perfect transition to my other contender for match of the night, which is probably Seth Rollins and Cesaro. I don't know why you had to have a useless another beatdown of Shinsuke again. Another loss for Shinsuke. Shinsuke on this match, just super unnecessary, just a time filler. But I'm glad with the, or I'm happy with the uh, end result, which is Cesaro and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So that's pretty much uh, an AEW, I think. I told you, you guys can go listen to my Dynamite review. Bunch of great stuff with the Pinnacle opening match. Great six-man tag. Uh, But my official high for the week, we are sticking with AEW here. And this is a weird pick, I think. I, I don't think a lot of you guys would expect me to do this, or maybe you would because you know my love for her. But, um... Not a match, not a, even really a promo, oh, I guess it's a promo, but not not a long segment at all. But we are going to go over to AEW's Tony Schiavone interviews, Britt Baker, DMD. That whole promo segment thing gets my high for the week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, before I even go into this at all, I'm going to give you guys some of the audio. You got to be a part of the history that I wrote with my own blood. And then you had the audacity to stand here in my company, in my division, and say that you put the women on the map then why is everybody talking about me? All right, guys, just to give you a quick little bit of context for those of you who don't watch AEW Dynamite, this is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, right, cutting a promo on Thunder Rosa, who defeated her in the main event two weeks ago on Dynamite in the first ever women's main event on Dynamite, and it was a brutal unsanctioned match. It was my high for the week last week. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to give you guys a little bit more audio because this only gets better and I want to dissect this and tell you why this was done so freaking beautifully and why I love this woman and this company so much. Because Tony Khan, you're out here looking for every legend that ever has been when you have the biggest one right here. Because not only did I make history that night, I put AEW on the map and those three letters 
AEW comes second to the most epic three, DMD. All right, guys, sorry. I know that was a little bit long in the audio portion, but I, I, I tried to cut it up the best I can to kind of get the point across. But there was it was hard to pick which lines to keep in here. I, I left out the 87 thumb attacks and... You know, with all that blood down my face, I couldn't... I've never seen more clearly. Just some great lines in this promo. Um, if you are not familiar with Britt Brit Baker, get familiar with Britt Baker because she is the next star in women's wrestling, if not already. Um, yes, Thunder Rosa won the match, but wow, did Britt Baker capitalize on the momentum of this match despite AEW. Uh, I want to talk about some of the stuff she said. First of all, she calls out Mick Foley. Um, I, I had to leave that part out of here because, again, I'm trying to cut down the audio. But uh, says, you know, Mick Foley, it, it, thanks for the thumbs up. Mick Foley obviously tweeted her and Thunder Rosa and said, like, great match, you guys. And she said, thanks for the thumbs up. But, like, Mick Foley, it took you 20 years to become a hardcore legend. I did it in one night and uh, got some heat on her. I mean, go after Mick Foley if you want heat, one of the most beloved wrestlers on the planet. Um, and then later or she continues and she says, you guys heard Tony Khan, you're out here looking for all these legends. Like, no, you know, he just signed Paul White, uh, formerly known as The Big Show. Christian, you got all these um, WWE guys and, and amongst New Japan and all these guys coming over to AEW. And she says, you know what? You're missing the big one under your nose, the biggest legend of them all, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. The, the three letters that are bigger than AEW, DMD. And the reason why I love that line so much is because it goes back to a beautiful formula that hasn't been used in so long since John Cena left WWE probably. And that is where the wrestlers are the stars, not the company. The wrestler is more important than the company, right? So Britt Baker could go anywhere now. And you know the name Britt Baker, not because of W, excuse me, not because of AEW. But because she's freaking Britt Baker. Um, and AEW is should be grateful to have a star like Britt Baker. Not Britt Baker should be delighted to be able to wrestle in AEW. The company does not come before the wrestlers. The wrestlers come before the company. And that is why they're independent contractors and can go wrestle in other divisions. Or excuse me, other companies. That's why you see John Moxley uh, as the... I'm totally forgetting the name of the title right now. Holding another title in another company is what I'm trying to say. Like, this is why these guys are able to go to Impact and have Impact come over here. Like, because the wrestler, right, the the the, the performer, if you want to use WWE terms, the superstar, right? No WWE superstars are superstars anymore because they can't get any bigger than the company. Because if Randy Orton went out there and said RKO was bigger than WWE get a stern talking to and and a quick lashing and then probably nothing because he's Randy Orton but you guys get my point Britt Baker is claiming that she's bigger than this AEW's women division and I bet she is I guarantee if she came over to NXT women's division anywhere she if she was allowed to obviously she would take over because she's such a big star and this company is just a uh conduit for her it's just a carrier it's just she is the the what am I trying to say? She's the meal. She is the food. AEW is just the plate. She can go on any plate she wants, you know. Um, and so that's why this promo was so great. That's why this is my high for the week. Despite these lines being delivered beautifully, of course, like beautifully executed promo, the best segment on AEW in my opinion. 
And although they terribly followed up with any other women in the division uh, on this whole uh, momentum that they had from last week, this promo was scalding hot. Just beautifully done. Awesome, awesome stuff. And we are so deep into this highs and lows podcast, so I want to quickly uh, end the show here. But before I do, I will give you your guys' random match recommendation for the week, which is none other than... John Cena versus Sami Zayn on Raw, May fourth, two thousand fifteen, for the United States Championship match uh, for the United States Championship title. Excuse me. This was the match that Sami Zayn dislocated a shoulder or something like that, like before he even got in the ring. But what a great match! What a cool original segment at the time, or or stipulation at the time, or whatever you want to call it. The open match challenge thing was great in its time. Now it's just so stupid, overused, but suggest you guys go back and watch that match and uh if you guys have any recommendations for your random match recommendation you can always shoot me that in the email or i'd always love to hear your guys thoughts so yeah shoot me an email at podcast at gmail.com uh hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week thank you for tuning in to the unofficial wwe podcast thank you for listening to the highs and lows of the week and i, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and i will see you next time <laughs>